Hello and welcome to Season 4. It's a podcast that seeks to encourage and inspire you on your journey. Well, we are just about to go into our devotional, but we've got a quick extract with our guest, which is Andy Lester, who is from a Russia. And um, it's a Portuguese word, so you'll get to hear that in the main um, interview that I did with him uh, a few weeks back. Um, But the subject is about climate change, and more importantly, what is our relationship? How do we blend our faith and climate, and what do we do with it? What does it look like? How do we become people who can encourage others to care about the land, the planet that we are placed on? when we think about it like that, it, it somehow it makes it much more like, well, of course, we've got to look after the place that we live, um, as well as the people that live here. So look, let's have a go straight into a quick extract, and then we'll go into our devotion. So the starting point for me in any conversation is a reminder of who we are. We are people of the earth. We're people of the soil. We're people who will return to the soil albeit that we then what is followed up is resurrection power but actually part of that resurrection power is about what can we do here and now to better connect land and people and practical faith and the the deepest expression of love is to see the cross of christ deeply rooted in deep soil and literally physical deep soil Um, we often think of the cross as a as a a metaphor for change in people but actually i also see it as a metaphor for change in the land and actually we do these things together not separate yeah and i think as we start to build those bridges and enable particularly the more evangelical church congregations yeah to see that the soil the land can be at the heart of worship at the heart of ministry and at the heart of revival then we're finding a much broader church is embracing this as a as a key concept for what is to come is that enough or what more can we do okay so the starting point is it's amazing how so many interviews one of the first questions i often get asked is what more can we do for me, the starting point is what more can we be, not what more can we do? Very good. And by by that, I'll give you a kind of example. A few days ago, I was with my colleague and we were visiting um, the Coleman's farm in North Hampshire. This is this is the Coleman's mustard dynasty. So people will okay. tell you with the Coleman's is a familiar household name. They've, they've since sold their business, but they are doing some amazing things on the land and the estate that they run Mm. but one area they've really diversified so they put some lovely shepherd's huts in a incredible field of wildflowers that are alive with insects and wildlife and they have made it a space where nature is put first but where you have permission to tread and so you wake up in the morning in the shepherd hut surrounded by bird song and the buzz of of bees And at one level, you say, well, how is that making a significant practical difference? Uh And the answer is just simply this. Obviously, it's providing pollination for the bees and food source for the birds, and it's enriching the soil beneath the flowers in the way they're managing it with no-till systems and so on. Uh 
But its biggest benefit is to the people who are walking the site, sleeping in the shepherd's huts and getting renewed and restored. Because actually many of them have been told, you're not doing enough. The bins are not enough. The electricity supply is not enough. Mm. Changing your car for an electric car, it's not enough. Moving a red away from red meat, it's not enough. Yeah. Understanding the theology of caring for Christian, for the land and for creation care, it's not enough. Yeah. But being in a space where you're reminded who it is we worship and why we worship and Often people find that their deepest encounters in the broken season and the broken world we're currently in is when you are in an enriched landscape that's full of birdsong and that gives a hint of Eden. It gives a hint of what could be mm-hmm. and it gives a hint of what will be. And it's into that space in which people sense I can be restored. There is hope. My little may not be enough but it is something better than nothing. And it changes the way people think. It changes the way people believe and it changes the way people worship. I love that. Okay, well, let's get into this devotion right now. The Kingdom Revealed, Cultivating Fruit, part two. In Matthew chapter 13, verses one to nine in the Passion Translation, it reads, Later that day, Jesus left the house and sat by the lakeshore to teach the people. Soon, there were so many people surrounding him that he had to teach sitting in a boat while a large crowd stood on the shore. He taught them many things by using stories, parables to illustrate spiritual truths, saying, Consider this. There was a farmer who went out to sow seeds. As he cast his seeds, some fell among the beaten path, and the birds came and ate them. Others fell onto gravel that had no topsoil. They quickly shot up, but when the day grew hot, they were scorched and withered because they had not sufficient roots. Others fell among the thorns, so when they sprouted, the thorns choked them. But other seeds fell on good, rich soil that kept producing a good harvest. Some yielded 30, some 60, and some even 100 times as much as he planted. If you're able to understand this, then you need to respond. So here we are, the second hurdle, gravel or shallow ground. So if the first hurdle, the seeds thrown onto the ground and the birds take them, really means to take the words of God seriously, then the second hurdle points to understanding its depth. There's nothing like a well-marinated piece of food or a long-preserved cold beverage like wine. Its age infuses a richness to these things. For a word to have a bigger impact on our lives, it's always better to take time in unpacking the depths and riches of it. 
its context, the story behind the story, leading to how it can impact our daily walk. So the simple but essential habit in seeing fruit is to take time and be intentional to unpack the wonders of the words of God. You will see positive impact. Amen.